Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just to bring you up to speed on this story, and I'm sure you've heard uh, at least the, the, the broad strokes of this. Flair Airlines over the week weekend, suddenly had four of their airplanes seized by the company that they were leasing them from. That company is called Airborne Capital, based out of New York. Uh, That's more than a fifth of Flair's operating fleet. They had 19 um, airplanes at the time, so all of a sudden four are taken out of the fleet. Not a good situation for them to be in, but um, the budget carrier scrambled. They got out other planes over the weekend, but they definitely had some issues for passengers in Toronto, uh, Edmonton, Waterloo. About 1,900 travelers over the weekend saw their flights canceled on Sunday. Uh, about 420 of them managed to rebook within three days. Others opted for, you know, getting their money back and finding other ways to go home. But no flights were canceled on Sunday or Monday. And apparently they had three planes that were sort of on standby just uh, as they, you know, were starting to ramp up for the busy summer travel season. They did have three planes already um, that were going to be used once things got a little busier and they were adding more routes. But uh, in the meanwhile, they pressed them into service over the course of the weekend. And they also got a fourth freshly leased plane. So they were able to, you know, recover. One day, essentially, is what happened here. But listen, we know what's gone on uh, in the aviation industry in our country in the past, well, year for sure, right? Think of the summertime and all the issues that we had around travel in the summertime. Lots of problems there. And then, uh, again, we had the issues that happened over the holiday season where a lot of people really, you know, were stranded, were stuck, all kinds of things. Not saying this is flair. This was all airlines different airports, all these sorts of things. But the whole aviation industry, generally speaking, I think has taken a bit of a hit when it comes to consumer confidence, right? And I think if you're a flair, that's the situation that they're trying to deal with now, um, as well as trying to sort out uh, exactly what happened and where we go from here. So let's chat with Stephen Jones, who is CEO of Flair Airlines. Mr. Jones, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you being here today. Nice to be on, Shay. Thank you. Um, I just want to... What's that? The Oilers had a win. It's a good day. They had a very good, yeah, absolutely a dominant win. They looked really, really good last night. Hey, I just want to start with you know the assertion that you made earlier this week, sort of like you know saying that maybe sabotage had a had a hand in what happened to you over the weekend. And you said you've said more than once this week that you think other airlines may have had a hand in what happened. Tell us exactly what did happen. Like, did this just come out of the blue um, and suddenly somebody swept in and, and took the planes? What was the process that led to you losing four planes on the weekend? Um, so it was very unusual and unexpected uh, event for us. Um, we uh, were in uh, you know normal conversations with our lessors around payments. We were a little bit overdue on uh, one payment with one lessor, Um who we have six aircraft with, least from. Um, and uh, while we were going to be paying them on Monday, um, on Friday night they came in, terminated our leases in the dark of the night, and, um, and uh, tried to seize the aircraft. 
Now, in a statement yesterday, and I'm sure you've heard this, I know you're saying it was a million dollars, it was a few days overdue, you were going to pay it on Monday. Airborne Capital sent a statement to Global News yesterday saying Flair was, quote, regularly in default over a five-month period, and it was millions, with an S, of dollars, not one million. So it's simply incorrect to say that it was millions that we were overdue on um, on Friday. Um, it wasn't. It was one point three two seven million dollars, um, and so that's um, that's just factually incorrect. We have had um, ongoing sort of uh, delays and debates with them over months. That is correct, but that's um, you know normal course of business in a startup airline um, going through one of the tougher times in the year, the winter, which is our low revenue period, but. All of our other suppliers actually act in a very reasonable way, and, and we had those discussions with them. Um, these guys just came in in a heavy-handed way with this sort of New York hedge fund attitude and, um, and just uh, you know, terminated leases and tried to take them. Um, has this happened before? I mean, Airborne Capital says this is a last resort for them. They don't ever want to try and seize airplanes like this. Does that check out with your experience in the aviation industry? Is this a, a last resort? And were you shocked that they took the step this time? I was very shocked. Um, and so it is It is absolutely a last resort. Um, but there was, you know, so many other avenues open to them in terms of the actions to be taken. As I say, I was talking to one of the you know, the founders of Airborne on Friday, saying he'd be paid on Monday, and then this happened. Um, walk me through your uh, assertions that perhaps one of Canada's two big carriers was somehow involved. Are you saying they um, we, we, they swept into? lease the aircraft once they were taken from you? Did they have a hand in sort of pushing Airborne to do what they did? Just what exactly are you asserting that one of the two big Canadian carriers might have done in this process? So I guess I'd start with the fact that Flair has come in and upset was what was quite a cosy duopoly between the two majors um, where they're both quite high-cost airlines and therefore they need high fares to cover their costs. And we're the opposite of that. We're a low-cost airline. Our, our business is all about having low fares for people, competing hard, and um, getting more people travelling at, at um, affordable rates. So we were quite a threat to the status quo, and we've brought down fares across the board in Canada just by being in the market. And so clearly that, um, that's a, a problem for the guys that are invested in the status quo. Um, what I am saying is that because it's such an unusual act to come in and take these aircraft, you don't want, you know, if you're the lessor, you don't just want four aircraft sitting on the ground. Mm -hmm. You want them to go somewhere else in a normal course of business. Um, it, even if they were going to terminate, that would be a, uh, an event that would happen over a period of time and they would be lining up someone else and, um, you know, it would be a much more sort of orderly uh, transfer. But in this sort of abrupt uh, termination of the aircraft. So where do they go? They, they sit on the ground and you know, there's some, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of aircraft. No, I, I believe that, um, that they're destined to go to uh, to one of the other airlines. And I, I and guess... That, and that, that conversation has been happening 
um, in the background for some time. And I guess the the other side of that, and I've heard this from a number of people and some of the analysts we talked to, is you know if you take a look at what the cost of leasing one of these aircraft is, it's probably doubled in the past six or eight months, especially heading into the busier season. And now the traffic or air traffic's picking up. So so if you're the lessor, if you're airborne capital, and you've got someone who isn't paying their bills, and you've got a bunch of other airlines that want the aircraft, you'd be insane to leave them there. Like you say, it's hundreds of millions of dollars. Frankly, you didn't pay your bills on time. Why wouldn't they want to move to somebody else? Um, because there was just no sign that that was the um, what they were going to take. As I said, you know, it's not unusual for an airline to be a few days late um, with lease payments. I think if you talk to the big leasing companies and ask them on their books today, is everyone absolutely up to date to the day? Um, I don't know that any decent sized leasing company would look you in the eye and say yes, mm-hmm. because um, in particular going through you know, this time of year. So this was a precipitous act um, that uh, really, I don't think, would have happened unless they had another home for those aircraft to go to. And I don't know that the lease rates have doubled, but certainly um, Max aircraft are very popular at the moment. They're hard to get your hands on, um, and the rates have, have firmed without a doubt. In terms of the the cost structure and offering the low cost carrier, and we know the margins must be thin the, to keep the um, you know the ticket prices as low as they are. Is it sustainable? Can Flair continue to do what they do? Are you going to be able? Are you going to be back in another situation where it's so tight that you're not able to make another lease payment, or was this just a one off? So the low cost model is one of the most profitable models in the world. Uh, in terms of margins around airlines. If you look at airlines around the world, which airlines are making money? Sure, some of the big um, full-service carriers make money, but the other group of airlines that make a lot of money are the low-cost carriers. Now, we're a startup, and things are always a little bit tougher when you're starting a business from scratch. Um, And so, you know, we've been battling our way into the market, and um, obviously the, the, the big players have not made it easy for us. Um, but you expect that, you know, that's, I'm not crying about that, you know, it's a competition. Um, so our job really is to keep our business efficient, keep mm. our costs low and, and get people traveling. And we will um, carry something like 6 million Canadians this year. We've created in the last 12 months um, by calculations independent uh, um, uh, consulting group into Vistas. Um, we estimate around $252 million of benefit for Canadians in the last 12 months. In the year ahead, we expect we'll be making about $400 million of savings for Canadians um, and generating economic interest um, all around the country, not least in um, in Edmonton. How concerned are you in consumer confidence? We know that there's been some, you know, real issues, not just around Flair, but around all airlines, other discount airlines, airports, air travel, generally speaking. Um, a situation like this, I've heard from the audience just this morning saying, yeah, I wouldn't risk it. It just doesn't seem, you know, I don't have confidence in it anymore. How big of a concern is that for you as CEO of Flair that, you know, uh, what's happened time and time again with airlines, um, it's going to start to have an effect where people just don't have the confidence to buy tickets with Flair? Yeah, so look, I've been around the industry for for some decades now, and this is a hell of a tough industry. I'm not going to sort of sugarcoat that. It's a it's a really tough industry. Um, but uh, Flair, I think, is is here to stay. You know, that's um, that's the the long and the short of it. We're back to our full schedule. Um, while we had some cancellations on the Saturday, um, by Sunday we were running our full schedule again. We've been running it every day since then, um, and so. 
uh, I would say that uh, you know people should be confident to book with us. Mr. Jones, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for joining us.